0: Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Sunday morning. It's 1044 a.m. Wisconsin time. I hope you guys are doing well, that you're having a great week, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're retirement or soon to retire or you're just on vacation, which I think a lot of people are ending because tomorrow's Library, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody. It means a lot to me. I didn't know. I wasn't sure about this, but I guess this podcast can be found on Spotify, which Anchor is a part of Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. So I also found out that eventually Anchor is going to be phasing out like where you can leave voicemails and stuff like that. Uh, It's all going to go over to Anchor. And I think you could still leave messages on via Spotify via my podcast. You just search for it. Um, and then you'll find it, but it is available there. If you if you have issues with anchor, it's always available on spot, Spotify, excuse me. So that's kind of cool to see that it was, I really didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Eventually I can get a guest on, but again, it's going to th- going to go through Spotify versus anchor. That's on the office to figure out eventually when I get to that point. So I'm in my truck and there's absolutely nobody here today at the park. Like it was last Sunday and the Sunday before that it's nice. It's overcast about 60-something degrees, I'd say, low 70s, and it's got a nice breeze, Here, are the church bells, yeah, it's very nice right now, and of course the car drives by, oh, of course, so I just lower the phone down, and they're like, what is she doing in there, of damn business, that's what I'm doing. Uh, no activity in the house. It's been kind of quiet. Uh, nothing going on with Elizabeth. Uh, what else? You guys, you know, you can email me your stories at pattyinwigmail.com. Facebook, Wisconsin Vespers of the Supernatural. You can message, message me there. Um, you can also find me in the chat at um, The Haunted Side on Tuesday nights and Friday nights at 7 Wisconsin time. He's in Nevada, so I think it's like two hours ahead of me, uh, behind me. So something like that. But anyways, I'm in their chat, 7 p.m.-ish on Tuesday nights and Friday nights, Wisconsin time. So if you want to stop in and chat, that's cool. There's a whole group of us in there. We have a really good time. And the guy, his name is Patrick. He's a lot of fun to see on uh, on camera. And his YouTube and his videos are really good. I'm not promoting him. I'm just, letting, just sharing something with you guys. If you like Paranormal, you're looking for somebody new to watch or listen to. Give him a try. He's quite, he's quite fun. Everybody in that, um, the room, the YouTube chat is so friendly, you guys. It's awesome. It's hard to find, you know, where you, where you feel comfortable and you you sort of click with people. So, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, what else is going on? Nothing in the paranormal field. Um, Chris Williams is going to be in a couple Saturdays. So that'll be funny, neat. And I guess the Michigan Paracon was, like, huge. whole bunch of paranormal investigators were there. Um, what else? I think that's it. The stories that I found today, as you guys know, this podcast is about paranormal and oddities that I find like things on witches and folklore, things like that. That's what this podcast is about. And, of course, about me and and the investigations that I go on, if I go on any at all. It's been dead for a while. Ha, no pun intended. So that's what the podcast is about. Feel free to share it and email me your stories. I will share it on the podcast. You can be a nominon on us if you want to. That's fine. I get it. All right, on with the stories. Okay. All right, this one is short, which is cool. It's called S- "Strange Whispers Calling My Name" by doesn't matter who. It's 2008 California. Today, actually, I'm gonna go to, to Connecticut, but somehow or another this California one snuck in, so I saved it. I kept it. This may be my first post, and I'm quite excited about it. I've had problems for as long, I've had this problem for as long as I can remember, and maybe some of you can help me out with it. Well, 2008 to current, and eh, it's been a long time. Maybe not. I keep experiencing these strange whispers. Strange because they're calling my name. I would think it is my subconscious mind playing tricks, but last night something different occurred and it really scared me. As I was preparing to go to sleep, just as I linger on in the brink of being asleep and be, and being awake, I hear my name being called. It has happened to me countless numbers of times. Every time I experience this, I become extremely tired. I'm too afraid to... go to sleep because i feel that whatever is calling my name will take over me okay it never fails that although i'm not asleep i know this because i can look over the clock and see the time pass but i can't move i can't call out to anyone to help me to help me and it feels as if i'm locked in my mind the drowsiness is so heavy and complete i feel as if it drains all of my energy that i have to keep me to stay awake last night when this happened i thought it was just my sister talking in her sleep, because it hasn't happened to me anywhere except at my mom's house until last night. But as soon as I had that thought, the name changed. It started saying my sister's name. It was so strange, because it was like I could hear what I was, it's like I can hear what I was thinking, and what I thought was, oh no, not this. It's like I could feel its pleasure actually feeding off my fear. I don't know what it is, but it feels really dark and evil, and the only thing that seems to release from me from it as if I'm calling the name of Jesus well sounds like a little bit of sleep paralysis on that one right when you get that fear and and all of that and she's just starting to fall asleep so yeah to me it sounds like sleep paralysis um I don't think it's dark or evil at all it's just the mind as you start to doze off you get that sleep paralysis you ever wake up just terrified and you're not sure why yeah so I'm sure she's a lot better you know, I'm guessing it's a she. <laughs> Maybe not. All right, so the next one is called The Traveling Eyeglasses and My Very Weird Day. 2016, California. I thought I picked Connecticut. Oh, dear. Maybe not. My husband, Mike, wears glasses all the time, except for when we go, go into a casino. Why? Why? Anyways, our grandson found a website where you can get two pair of glasses with frames for about $6. Large selection of brand names and frames and any script on any lens. Well, he got them within six weeks and he loves them. What this has to do with the store, you guys? I don't know. We're driving to Red Hawk, the Indian casino in Shingle Springs, about 45 minutes from our home. I glanced over at him and thought, what a great deal he had gotten and I'm going to get my pair from them next time. Very detailed, huh? On the details, my goodness. When we got to the casino, he took them off and laid them on the ashtray that he always does. And yes, he's very hard on his glasses. Okay, so they've got an ashtray in their vehicle? What year is this? 2016? Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyways, so he lays his, he's very hard on his glasses. Um, so they leave the glasses in the car, they lock up the car and they go into the casino. After several hours, we left, and when we got into the car, his glasses were not on the ashtray. We looked all over the floor in the seats and couldn't find them. He had his other pair, so he put them on, and he said, Oh, we'll look for them later when we get home. The next day, I was sitting on my recliner watching TV and saw a very small shadow out of the corner of my eye. I don't think much about these things because I do get the occasional visitor. I look back at the TV, and this is this is kind of hard to explain, but it's because it's, because it's so weird, but I'll try. Oh, my God. Um, on the bottom left corner of the wall is a mounted flat screen TV. I could see a black drop forming, then it slowly dripped down about six inches until it went behind the sofa table that's in front of the TV. It didn't reappear. It was just gone and left me sitting there thinking, what the hell is that? I got up to check and there was nothing there. I should explain the layout a little bit better. The wall the TV is on is right next to the fireplace. The fireplace mantle is surrounded in all brick, extends to the wall, mounts about 14 inches in length. Or is that feet? Inches, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, okay, it's about 14 by 18, let's just say that. I have a lot of plants, pictures and rocks and stuff that shouldn't probably be on it, but it is. One of the plants is a large split-leaf philodendron. Not that you guys care what a philodendron is, but doesn't matter, right? I guess it helps the story. So I'm watching the show, and from out of the corner of the back of the TV, on the opposite side of the drip, a very large, light blue bubble or circle thing came floating out, and it went through, through and under the leaves of the philodendron. The leaves on it started moving, and the bubble didn't appear. All right, so about 20 minutes later, I glanced something out of the corner of my eye, looked to my right up on the same wall as the fireplace is on, and opposite of the TV... Near my husband's recliner by the ceiling are two square lights overlapping each other. Each other, okay, and they're vibrating back and forth very fast. They're both probably about six inches square. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. I looked at them for about five seconds and stare, started to get up to get closer look at them to see if I could find the source of what was making them shake. So then she goes back, she sits down in her chair, and hears a pop. And then they were gone. What was gone? Huh? Something was vibrating. Couldn't find the source. Okay, whatever. That was the last of the weird stuff, but I should add that my dog Rosie and my cat Tucker were both behaving strangely throughout the entire time that this had happened. Rosie became very clingy, and Tucker was very skittish. It was a hot day, and usually Rosie is on the tile floor cooling her belly. This day, she was up on the chair with me, practically on my lap. At one point, Tucker raced down the hallway and back and tore through the dining room kitchen into the laundry room. Slammed to the plastic garbage can, knocking it over. He then sauntered back into the kitchen, trying to look defined, and I just laughed at him and said, Idiot. So finally, why did she even add that? I don't know. This is why I don't like long stories, you guys. So finally, to the end of the lengthy piece, oh, finally, my husband came home about three hours after all this happened. He looked at the mail, and changed his, oh good lord, changed j- jammies, having a snack, remote. He bends down to move the blanket of the chair and says, Oh, thank you for finding my glasses, hon. He's still, he is still wearing the other pair. Who cares? I looked over at him and asked him to please repeat what he just said. He says, thanks for finding my glasses. And he picks them up and shows them to me. They're right beside the chair on the fireplace mantle. I said, honey, I didn't find your glasses. We both looked in the car and we when we got home, and I went out after you went to sleep, and I couldn't find them. He looked at me and said, what? I repeated myself, how did those glasses get there? He said, I don't know, and I don't want to talk about it. He does not like anything about the subject of ghosts or haunt. Okay. He does believe in but he doesn't want to talk about it. Okay. The whole day was strange, and I'm wondering if all that weirdness had something to do with it. To do with it. I never felt scared or anxious... <laughs> Beep! Anxious about any of it, but at one point, I knew something was going on. And what on earth could could that drip have been? I don't want to add... I don't want to add that I've had some very strange things happen at the casino... And I have no doubt whatsoever that the place is being haunted and have been had it confirmed by some of people working there. Not in a bad way, though. More of a I'm here kind of type. My apologies for length. The length is, thank you. Just wanted to get this out. Much to Questions, of blah, blah, blah. Boring. She could have totally minimized that, you guys. Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. I hate long stories. I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Urgh. I lose... Interest. Halfway through. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, I'm done. Can we be done now? All right. <sighs> All right. So apparently we're still in Wells in Nevada. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I'd pick Connecticut. And this one doesn't have a title, which is fine. That's my fault. Okay. So here we go. In Nevada. I worked on the 3700 block of Las Vegas, Boule- Las Vegas Boulevard, for about four and a half years, I didn't work for the casino itself, but a third-party vendor. We face the fountains. <laughs> okay. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Vegas always tears down, tears down and builds again. True. There really isn't anything old in the city, but that doesn't mean once it's gone, it's gone forever. After about a month of working, I noticed that I'd always see the back of a woman's head. Huh? She was blonde about 5'5". Five, five. She wasn't really there. What the hell? I'd always just catch a glimpse of her and then she'd be gone. The funny thing is that she was shopping in the woman's section of the store. He doesn't tell us what kind of story he's in. Okay, that's annoying. Or hit she, whatever. The funny thing is that she was shopping in the women's section of the store. I did tell my coworker who'd... I'd tell, my, I'd tell any co-worker who'd listen to me, but was always brushed off as weird, the weird guy who talked about the paranormal. Okay, it's a guy. This location was the biggest in the shopping area, about 1,500 square feet of shopping space, plus an additional 1,100 square feet of stock rooms where merchandise was kept. The stock room was were split in four different sections. Each section did have a door separating it from the others. And one of the sections now is furthest from the sales floor that we called the shoe room. Everyone would get creepy feelings and... And tried to spend the least amount of time back there. It didn't I didn't mind it because it was a quiet area and one could hide out from the management. Quarterly, I worked overnight shifts to reset the floor and make sure all new pieces were showcased. I worked these shifts frequently. It was a nice it was nice seeing an empty city and lit by all the lights. Every shift went every shift went on and no reports of anything strange occurred. Then it happened. Out of nowhere, a total unexpected Totally unexpected during this particular shift. It was only the visual manager, myself, working a few hours. It was around 2.30 a.m. I was in the showroom about seven feet up on a ladder grabbing some shelving. Singing to myself, I heard my name being called Jonah Jonah. I called out, what? However, I had no response. I was thinking since I heard my name being called, the manager was in the stock room nearby. I called out again, but I heard nothing in return. I walked out to the floor and called out... Sorry, called out what again? What again? I then saw the manager walk from the other side of the store asking what I wanted, and I was a little confused because she was the one asking. She heard her name being called out while I was in the shoe room. A heavy air fell over the sales floor once we both realized that none of us were calling out each other's names. A few moments later, we had to downsize the location. A few months later, knowing that the women's side in the shoe room were going to a new restaurant, coming was a relief to me knowing that most of the paranormal errors were not being included in this new location. That made no sense. I'm sorry, you guys. Good Lord. Well, that was our three lame stories. Good gosh. What a bad pick that was. Wow. I apologize for those three, just like fucking delete this podcast. Don't even listen to it. It's horrible. What the hell? Mm, still don't choose to read these prior to. Because then you guys get my real reaction, you know? The true. Let's see if I can find any others really quick. Because it's the only. Let's see. What we have here? I swore I picked Connecticut. I'll see if I can find Connecticut. What do we have in Connecticut? Um, mm-hmm. An N Easy Milk Request. Eh, noontime Knocking. Cemetery Witch. The Noontime Knocking Update. Ye Old Schoolhouse. The Room in the Ouija. Man Cave. The New Time Knocking, again. The Heritage Trigger and the Painting. All right. The student of, by, A Student of the Supernatural. Permanent Residence. Ghost Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, okay. That sounds funny, but I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's not. Connecticut, 2017. And it's short. All right. When I was 17 years old, I babysat a lot. I can vividly remember this one babysitting experience. This sounds extremely cliche, but it was on a dark and stormy night. <laughs> I was watching this little girl named, oh god, Sibon, I don't know, S I O B H A N. Salvan? I don't know. She's a sweet little girl, and her parents were supposed to be back after, after midnight. So her, I'll just call her her. So her and I sat and watched TV, played games, typical activities for when you're babysitting. One of her friends came over to play, and since it was raining outside and it was really cold and was also dark, we wound up playing hide-and-seek. Since I was the oldest, it was my duty to seek them first, so I counted to 20 while they they went to hide. Keep in mind, these were two little girls who couldn't keep from laughing, so they gave themselves away in the hiding position very quick. After I was done counting, I saw the door at the end of the hall move, like there was someone behind it automatically assumed that that was where the two girls were hiding so I walked down the hall and I made a show a show of saying wait I walked down the hall and I made this show of saying gee I wondered where they are okay gee I wonder where they are sorry I figured I had wasted enough time pretending to look for them and when I already knew where they were behind that door they that kept moving so can you guys figure out what's going to happen now right so I walked quietly to the door and I stepped into the room and I looked behind and said, "Getcha!" I was completely taken aback when I saw that there was no one there. And the laughter that I had been hearing wasn't coming from the two girls because the two girls decided to hide on the opposite side of the house. Hmm. I quickly found the two girls and told them that playtime was over and that we were just going to sit and watch TV. Her, uh, her and her friend had to go home. Her friend had to go home Uh, About a half hour later, so after her friend left, I just it was just me and her and in the house alone. I decided it was time for her to go to bed because it was already way past her bedtime. Sorry, so I put her into her bed and went into the living room to study for a test. I kept hearing what sounded like a door open, and I thought she was trying to come out to get a glass of water or to say she couldn't sleep. I was waiting for the typical excuse from a kid. But every time I checked on her, she was sound asleep. So anything I was hearing wasn't coming from her. She wasn't the cause. Her parents finally got home a little after midnight, and when her dad was driving me home, I told him what had been happening and what I had experienced. And he said that he had experienced the same thing, and he had purposely not told me anything to see if my experience would be the same as his. I can honestly say that that was the creepiest, most scary I've ever been. Oh, that was a good story. Woo! Seriously? (laughs) That's not very nice to do to your babysitter, man. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Didn't even tell everybody knew what could happen. Ah, excellent. Very good. (laughs) Oh, my God, that was good. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Dude, how mean is that? <laughs> you don't tell the freaking babysitter there's a ghost and or a weird activity. Nice. <laughs> oh, that was good. Very good. <laughs> I wonder if she's mad at him because he didn't tell her. You know, it's like, why didn't, you know? I wonder what happened after that. It'd be neat if they did a follow-up, but that was, you know, a while ago. Alright, what else can we find from Connecticut? <laughs> that was good. I like that one. Alright, that was babysitting one, man cave heritage. The departure. Feeling pressed down. No, we're not going to read that. That's freaking paradolia. Uh, not paradolia. Um, process Witch curse. Aggressive tickling. Miscellany. Dark places. Stomping around in the darkness, Union Cemetery spirits hang out by tree. Conservation area ghost sighting, nightmares in Connecticut. Um, Alright, we'll go there. I'll bite. Is it long? Yeah, It's too long. I'm not doing it, guys. Mm-mm. Way too long. I live in a haunted house. Something by the window. Lonesome entity and a wee bit of poltergeist. Okay, growing up with shadows, a kindly old man. My vision of a girl in a white dress, strange whispers continued. Am I imagining things or am I being haunted? Strange whisperings again. Is it Grandpa? Whisper in my ear. Whispering child. The corner. All right, let's see what this is. Hopefully it's not that long. It is not long. All right, we're still in Connecticut 2013. Category miscellaneous. Even though my house is only 15 years old, built on a farmland, and we we are the only family who's ever lived here, I still know that there's something not quite right. I've had tons of experiences here, from doors opening and rattlings... Footsteps, uh, somebody walking around my room at night. one time I jolted awake to see a little girl next to my bed. However, there's one story particular that I find particularly interesting and creepy. Excuse me. I've always been a very vivid dreamer. I also can have I also can lucid dream naturally. I was blessed with this ability to make myself wake myself up out of sleep. However, my gifts involving dreaming can be kind of scary at times. I've had many, many deceased relatives, more than six average of 16-year-old. Okay, whatever. What has happened on countless occasions that I'll have my deceased relatives come to me in a dream. Then, at that point, I'll sit up in bed and talk to them as if they're in the room. However, I was always directed what I'm saying to a certain corner of my room. Straight, straight across the room from my end of the bed, it's completely... God damn it! I am completely awake as I talk to them. Almost a sleepwalking scenario. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. There is this circle. There, This is where the circle starts to connect. In that corner of my room. There's a dresser that I used to have. Pink flower lamp. When I was younger, I would sleep with it on like a nightlight. Since I've always hated the dark. When I was about 13, the lamp stopped working and we threw it out. I looked... I took it as a sign that I was probably too old to be asleep with the nightlight anyways. So I never got another lamp. Last lamp. summer, I was asleep in my bed, having no kind of dream that was distinctive enough for me to remember. However, randomly, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw a bright light coming from the corner. I distinctly remember myself thinking, crap, I left the lamp on all night. But falling back to sleep... Upon waking the next morning, I realized that I hadn't, and that the lamp hadn't been there for years. And its lamp had been a light coming from the same corner. Okay, another that light one. Jesus crammy. Well, there's my 26 minutes. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry about that, you guys. So the babysitting one, I'd say yes. Very good story. Excellent story. So, hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday. And the weeks ahead of you, I should be back next Sunday. If you have any better stories than what I'm not finding online, please give me a shout out to p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i-gmail.com, Facebook Wisconsin, Investig- Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Um, what else? I think that's it. That's all I can think of, anyway. Anyways, but yeah. So, anyways, this is gonna, this is on Spotify. If you have issues with the anchor, check me out on Spotify. But. That is it for today's podcast. Thank you for taking twenty six, twenty seven 26, 27 minutes out of your day, your morning, to listen to me. And I apologize. The first three stories were freaking boo, but the babysitter takes the cake. So I'm going to name this podcast The Babysitting Story. So, anyways, feel free to leave your comments. You can rate my podcast on Spotify if you'd like. If not, I totally get it. I want more listeners. Share it. You guys know this is a raw podcast. So, yeah, I am so cheap. I'm in my truck. Just kidding. No. Um, I guess you could subscribe to the podcast. Like, you can actually pay for a subscription. Oh, look, they're on a canoe, but it's got a motorboat to it. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, I guess you guys can actually subscribe. Like, pay, like, $5 a month or something. What would I do with the money? Well... I don't know, actually. I'd probably buy equipment. Probably find more places to investigate. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything I can think of in mind. (laughs) I never really thought about it. So, yeah. So, anyways. And I think uh, Spotify does have the option to do a video or something like that while you're podcasting. Which, I don't know, maybe if I'm in a cemetery, I would do that. But otherwise, I usually just chill in the truck. Weather pending, people pending. I'm looking at this. So it's a red rowboat, they got a motor, and they got paddles. How weird. There's two people. All right, you guys, that's enough of me just sort of squirreling it. You guys all take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means so much to me. Share it, all right? If you feel shareable, I'd appreciate it. Anyways, you guys take care. This is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.